Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. All right. Again, I said this on the pre-show post. I'm going to say this out loud on the air. And I'm probably not going to make a big deal out of this over the next hour and a half or whatever before we get to it. Mm -hmm. But if you are a regular listener to the program, take the harder questions, okay? All right. You're a tier one fan. We'll leave it at that. If you've been listening to us for any length of time and you have a, a working knowledge of the show... Jimmy's not happy either because I I wrote the hard yeah, questions. Yeah, this today. week it's been Jimmy writing the hard questions. You took it over this week, and like I said, yeah, if you buy merch for this show, yeah. and you know something about it. Yeah, <laughs> pick the hard questions. <laughs> All right, so that's coming up at seven fifteen. That's our last chance mm-hmm. to win Jimmy's cash. Um, the harder questions will get you a thousand bucks. The easier question will get you five hundred dollars. All right, on this day, October twenty seventh, two thousand and thirteen. So ten years. We lost Velvet Underground frontman Lou Reed. Welcome to the locker room. I am getting a little bit of pressure from people in my life to go to your fight debut with Monster Pro Wrestling next Friday. You won't be disappointed, I think. Don't drive because like, you want to drink if you're at this thing. Yeah. It's the only way you can go. My wife um, brought it up. Yeah. Um, massive distraction. What is he with Monster Pro he Wrestling? He's the owner. Okay, so commissioner, owner, whatever. No, no we have, Bobby no. Cheeseburger is the commissioner. Okay. No, no, it's Freddy Cuba Spaghetti. Fred, Freddy Spaghetti? Sicilian up to assassin. Okay, better. <laughs> is he Sicilian? Nino. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, he's, he's not Sicilian. Portuguese or something. He's not Portuguese. <laughs> he's actually Mexican. <laughs> so if you're just tuning in and you're trying to figure out what the hell we're talking about, Jimmy joined this wrestling group in town called Monster Pro Wrestling and has been a member of the group for the last year and a half. Now, he doesn't fight for a variety of reasons, but they figured out a way to include him. He's got a new persona. And next Friday, November 3rd, we have tickets to give away all next week on The Locker Room. We'll be doing that as a parting gift. James P. White will be stepping in the ring as little Pedro and fighting big little Pedro. Little Juan. Okay. There's, there's, so I'm you know, fighting against Pedro. Big, he's fighting against big Juan. Little Pedro is fighting big Juan. Yeah. So anyway... <laughs> You knew we were going to screw up your name as soon as you got a new name. Now, I have a couple of questions. One, are you a face or are you a... I'm a face. You're the face? You're so, a good so, guy. So Big Pedro's the bad guy, the heel or whatever. Yes. Okay. All right. So the my, my skit will work. So on top of my wife giving me a Locks little bit of pressure... now a writer for MPW. I'm, <laughs> I want to submit a skit. Okay. WWE has writers. Absolutely. Why can't MPW? Absolutely. Why not me? So, Massive, yes, I thought of this because Massive Distraction sent me a text yesterday and said that you've been working really, really hard and that I should try to make an appearance at next Friday's event. So, all right. I've written this. You can present this to Massive Distraction and let me know what he says, okay? 
Okay. All right. So this is how it starts. The lights dim. The Alberta Avenue Community Center patrons get a sniff of B.O. <laughs> Just a touch, though, because little Pedro took his shirt off in the bowels of the building <laughs> to get ready for his debut epic fight. There's a sense of anticipation in the air as the fans eat their churros. The Mexican national anthem starts. We all take off our sombreros. We jump to our feet because we know it's time for the two Pedros to step into the ring. For Monster Pro Wrestling's main event, Large Pedro enters the room. The fans all boo him and throw tacos at him. The crowd is now at a fever pitch for a number of reasons. One, we've all been drinking tequila and Mountain Dew. Two, the greatest fighter in Mexican history is about to enter the room. There he is. The crowd is bouncing like Mexican jumping beans. In walks the undefeated little Pedro. Wham, I smoke him with a chair. Let me know what he says. I like it. Yeah. I'm I, not a fan. I am a I'm, fan. I'm just. I, you had you had me right at the door. You, you had me at smoking with a chair. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. And Grant Johnson is our study king. Um. Yeah, and this one seems like one of the more obvious studies they've done. A scientific study asks the question about our moral judgment and does alcohol have the power to change it? And the research provides evidence that even a single strong, keyword strong, alcoholic drink can influence our willingness to engage in harmful or impure behaviors. Yeah. You ever been at a bar and somebody has one drink and then goes, who's got cigarettes? (laughs) Yeah, person doesn't smoke ever. They have one drink and they're immediately looking for some smokes. Okay, it is harmful behavior, right? Harmful behavior. Yeah. Yes, I've always sort of thought that we maintain our moral compass when we drink uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm wired a certain way, mm-hmm. and if you get six drinks in me, I'm not all of a sudden going to start becoming a different version of myself? No, um, I guess it depends. You might what... be able to talk me into getting up and singing karaoke. <laughs> I guess it depends I'm, what you're looking at. But I'm not like, going to go home with a stripper. Yeah, it right? d- like, depends like, what I'm you're looking at. I'm more comfortable stripping when I have a couple drinks in. Yeah, Impure behaviors. That's an inhibition. I don't know. Like w- The moral boundary like I can thing. do it without, but it's just I'm more relaxed when I do. I don't know if yeah. that's the same no, no, I like I'm stuck on the moral thing, right? Like I get what Grant's saying. Okay, I never smoke, but I'm going to have a cigarette now yeah, that I've had a drink. Harmful behavior. Uh, so, but I, I, I sort of have always maintained people that, that fight when they get drunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, they said the behavioral changes induced by a single alcoholic drink can happen. Um, I, I think it depends on the person because yeah, I definitely depends on. I, yeah. I've also witnessed people becoming very different versions of themselves quite quickly like a shy person mm-hmm. getting a drink in them them like one drink and boom they're the life of the like they're yeah, the, yeah. they talking you know, to everyone and yeah. yeah that i find interesting and and that's not everyone that's that's rare mm-hmm. 
right? Where you see somebody that has one drink and they instantly become a completely different person. I have a cousin who is like very, very quiet. Like in my life, I've heard him say 10 words. And at our wedding, he had some drinks and was on the dance floor all night and (laughs) dancing with everyone. And yeah, it's kind of legendary in our family now. (laughs) His night out. Yeah. 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 Jimmy's like this, but it's 12 drinks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he becomes a different person. <laughs> There's about five different people Jimmy can, be, can become. Yeah, too. he is very... Angry um, Jimmy, lovey Jimmy. Yeah, um, crazy. Crazy Ish. Jimmy. Yeah, I, I've seen the crazy the, the crazy eyes, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Like where it's, it's like, what do, what do we... Are we going to rob a bank? A <laughs> career. <laughs> we are round 21, right? Of the locker room celebrity death pool. I believe so, yeah. Our wagers um, usually are painful because we're betting on people dying. Mm-hmm. This time around, for a month, the two losers have to do push-ups for... Um, I've been actually trying to do push-ups. It's 100 push-ups a day or something, isn't it? For a month. Yeah. I'm worried about it. I'll be honest. We did a push-up thing um, one early on in this show. We did like a push-up challenge. It was a 22 push-up challenge. And 22 push-ups in your head looked like it was going to explode every single time. Dude, I can do five, maybe. Yeah. And then, I'm, tough. then I'm out. They're tough. I haven't done push-ups right. in a while. I don't know. Jimmy has a clear advantage because well, he's got 90 uh, charms. He doesn't do real push-ups, though. Remember? We made him. Yeah. He was doing these fake push-ups and we're like, Those, you're not even going down. <laughs> well, once his belly hits the ground, <laughs> he can bounce back up an inch. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I saw a story yesterday, and I went and looked quickly. Uh, Grant has Shannon Doherty. Yeah. Grant stole Shannon from Jimmy because of, well, the debacle of September. Yeah, he was drinking beer and not boxed wine was, when he was at meat. Yeah, he was supposed to drink boxed wine for nothing but a month, and uh, that didn't go well. So he kept losing picks. We let him get back into the competition with a couple of challenges. So you have five new entries. Yeah. How many do I have? I think Grant's got like nine and I got like One, seven two, or eight. Three, four, five, six, seven. You got eight. I've got eight. You've One, got two, more than three, eight. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten I have. You have ten picks? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Because yeah. he got extra picks because he had previous picks from other rounds. Yeah. Died. And so like I, I think you got because of well, Tina no, Turner. I, I got um I got extra from the Wiener Toss pick this time. Oh, that's oh, what it was. It, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I caught three wieners in my mouth, so I got three extra picks. <laughs> yeah, you're still good at the wiener. Yeah. All right. So I had no idea Shannon Doherty her cancer had moved into her brain. Did you guys know that? Oh, I did. That's why that's, Jimmy was that picking was one her of, every time. Because I picked her at first when she... What a, I, am a, I am a horrible person because I was looking at it. My first pick was uh, round 11. when, And then I looked back and that was when she announced that she had cancer. Yeah. And then I, knew I, she took, a break, I took a break for a little bit. And then I took her again when I found out that she's when she announced that it went to her brain. Ugh, yeah, started out as breast story. cancer and went up to her brain. Um, so she's um, doing a lot of different treatments and stuff to try to get a hold of it. But yeah. Yeah, I saw a, I, it was Michelle uh, oddly, so, yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller, who ended up on the Jimmy at the movies. What? Like, yeah, it was uh, it was around that time. But yeah, like they were they're friends. 
Because was Sarah Michelle Gellar on Beverly Hills? I don't think she was. I don't think so. But they her husband did something. But her together. husband was. Maybe I that's think. the connection. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. That's, a, that's an awful story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really sad. Yeah. She's just. She's been fighting it for a long time. Long right? time. Yeah. Long. Welcome to the locker room. So, the Beatles announced oddly that they've got new music coming out, and I kind of looked into it. I was like, ah, what is this? Because you never really know, right? Yeah. Um, and I read a bit about it. The song is called Now and Then, and it'll be released worldwide 2 p.m. Thursday, November 2nd. So GMT, what's GMT? Global Mountain Time. So that's noon our time or one or two. I, well, I'll figure it out next week, but <laughs> we'll have it for Friday, obviously, yeah. on, the, on the morning show. And I guess... It's a track they kind of lost. Yeah. So it's a 1970s demo recording by John Lennon. Um, and then the next year, um, last year, sorry, Paul McCartney and Ringo finished it. They found it. So they found it. It was an old cassette tape. They used AI technology to, they said, um, um, extricate Lennon's vocals off of the cassette somehow. I don't know. Uh, they got his his voice off this cassette and remastered it. Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr finished it. Yeah, and it's the final Beatles song, I guess. I guess what they um, they had, whatever they had on tape, yeah. was the whole band playing. Yeah, right. And they just never released it, and they kind of just put it away. It was like a, it was something they never thought. Was worth worthy of of the album at the time, I guess, mm-hmm. and it's coming out. Yeah, Paul McCartney said it was pretty emotional to be working on it because when they use the AI and everything, they're like, "Wow, that's John Lennon's that's voice, John, right like, there." Wow, yeah. he's here. GMT yeah. is Gre- Greenwich Mean Time, which is six hours ahead of us. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was making up six the Mountain Time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so right now uh, it's almost one o'clock. I, I, I you know what this. <sighs> I'm always a little leery when this stuff comes out, right? Yeah. You know, because it didn't come out for a reason. They didn't release it for a reason. There might, you know, lots of stuff. I always talk about the Johnny Cash album that came out after he died. I'm like, there's a reason Johnny Cash never released that stuff. And he's probably rolling in his yeah, grave. Like, I didn't want that released. But... What are you guys doing? I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, looking forward to that next week. <laughs> Locker room news. Property owners in Edmonton will be seeing a steep tax increase in 2024 as it has been recommended to boost the increase to two points to 7%. If you look at our cameras right now, you can't see Lachlan because he's got his head between his legs. Um, The city released their fall budget adjustment report proposing a higher tax increase. The city's chief financial officer said the tax increase is needed. They need this to allow them to respond to increased costs and lower than expected revenues from transit and ATCO gas franchise fees. If the increase is uh, approved, the average homeowner in Edmonton would pay about $200 more in property tax next year. So. Lock still in downward dog. Yeah. No, I'm grabbing my ankles. Isn't that the same as downward dog? No. It's a little different. Yeah, a little bit different, but. Are you done we're, yet? We're done, yeah. Yeah. Save, save a little money. Up. Bills are getting more. 
They need this, though, everybody. Absolutely. You know what? I feel bad for them. How would you, like, how would your employee respond? We had Andrew Knack on one time. And, and I don't know why the hell we decided to put him on. I, probably because I was bitching about bike lanes yeah, or something. Yeah, I do with bike lanes. So he came on, and we started talking about taxes or something like that. And I remember, like, it legitimately he, out, flew out of his mouth. He said, no, we have to raise taxes every year. And that is their mindset. Mm-hmm. That Going in as a politician, when they're meeting and they're doing their little like roundtable stuff and they're voting on yeah. stuff, their, their, their number one idea is like, we have to raise taxes yeah. to buy the things we want, right? Yeah. There is no, it, it, it's, there's a complete lack of any sense of responsibility for, um, balancing budgets or mm-hmm. being fiscally responsible anymore. Well, that is flown out the door. They've it, already cut, um, like they wanted to increase the uh, snow budget and all that, and they said, no, we can't do that. So none of those services are getting but improved. But we're getting 365 kilometers of bike lanes that's supposed to cost us $3 million. And they won't yeah. get rid of that. They won't because they we need grant we need that. We need that. We have yeah. to have that. That's in a different budget. We can't move that money around. Yeah. Which just drives me absolutely <laughs> mental. I swear to God. Like, you, the, if you ever, I, I can hardly speak right now. I'm so angry. <laughs> you if realize you, that's why you put it in the news. If right? you ever get in a situation where you're in the same room with somebody that is a politician, get out immediately mm-hmm. because a conversation with them, you'll want to walk into traffic. <laughs> you will. It, it will drive you insane. I've met these people. I've like I've been in this business for a long, long time, and mm-hmm. they're all the same. And I'm telling you, their grasp of reality I, gets scrubbed at some level. It, it and it doesn't take long. They get indoctrinated immediately, and yeah. then they start thinking and talking all very similarly. And it's top down, right? It's mayor right down to the to the local people, you know, representing local areas. Um, and it's um, it's a real problem. Like we, when things are not going to change in this city, we, it, it just there was an attempt to try to change him, and they ran him out. Mm-hmm. Mike Nickel, they, he was gonna he was gonna actually make some changes, and they got a hold of that. They got his sniffer on him and, got, <laughs> and ruined him and got yeah. him out of there, right? Like, and now we're on our own. Like it's we're in trouble. This city is in trouble, and we're not the, the only one. We're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. It's, it's everywhere. It's really bad, right? Just bend over, grab your ankles. Yeah. It's our new flag for Canada <laughs> and our new flag for for the city of Edmonton. Just somebody like bent over, ass in the air, grabbing their ankles. <sighs> Happy Friday. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. All right. We got Dave on the line. We had a brief conversation about whether or not to pick the harder questions or the easier questions. And my question to Dave was, how long have you been listening? Are you a fan of the show? And I don't have a problem if Full you're honesty. a casual yeah. listener. That's fine. Any amount of listening we get is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But there are levels you know, of listeners. Tier one, tier two, yeah, tier you three. Could, yeah. yeah, like I said, you Just could like be a Oilers. daily listener and you could have a very strong knowledge of this show. Right, or you could be a casual fan of the show, and you just you might not even be able to 
differentiate the difference in who's talking at mm-hmm. what point, right? <laughs> Jimmy's the one who talks about politics all, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, do you want the harder questions for $1,000 or the easy questions for $500? I'm laying up. Sorry, boys. You're going to the easy you're questions. To, you're going to the easier questions. Okay, okay. that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, that's your choice. He's he's struggling because he wants the guaranteed cash, <laughs> yeah. right? Which uh, which I get it. Yeah, at, most at least, people have this week. Yeah, I yeah, think only yeah. one person went for the thousand dollars. I will say this, and I don't want to make you feel bad about your decision, but you're really screwing up here. <laughs> you're good. You got this. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm sticking with the five. Easy question. Okay. $500. <laughs> That's still a great payday. All right. All right. Are you ready, it. Dave? I'm ready. Grant Johnson, are you, you sure doing? you don't want to change your nah, mind, Dave? Too late. Too late. Too late. He's locked okay. in. Grant, are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Mark David Chapman is in jail for killing who outside of his New York City apartment? Whose nickname is The Great One? Wayne Gretzky. What do you call someone with a bob haircut that wants to talk to the manager? Bob haircut. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't know. Who played guitar in Double Trouble? Oh, my God. I don't know. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, that was... You should have gone with the other. You should have gone with the hard ones. They're, they were actually. Yeah, easier. you're you're an idiot. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, man. <laughs> I feel like. Should I we read like the hard questions yeah, let's, to him? Let's give him a try on the hard ones. I don't know. But, do, do we make it worse? Do we like? Do we make it feel make even it, worse? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do it because he dropped Dave, the ball. Yeah, you screwed up. You're not going to win any money, but um, we'll give you a chance at the harder questions just to just to show I, you how I hard tried. they really were. I really tried. I tried to I get you, you to. Okay, are you ready? Okay. Okay, you're not winning if you get it. But here's know, the harder. Here's the harder questions. Three, two, one. Who's the shortest member of the locker room? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Who's the tallest member of the locker room? Lockwood. What's the last name of the guy that writes the Grant report? Johnson. <laughs> Who's the wrestler on the locker room? And who plays a doctor on the locker room? (laughs) He's crying. He's crying now. Uh, Yeah, that's painful. I told you I rolled them. That's bad. I said you've been listening for seven years, Dave. (laughs) I said take the harder questions. (laughs) That hurts. That hurts. That, that, that hurts twice as bad. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I'm glad we did it. <laughs> All right. You have a good day, Dave. Right, thanks, guys. I All love right. the show. You guys are doing awesome. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. This is kind of a crazy story because how many times have people talked about inventing something like this? I know I've thought about inventing it myself. I just haven't really had the time yet. Uh, scientists in Japan have invented a machine that you could wear at night, and then when you wake up, you can watch your dreams. Yeah. A dream recording device. It's real. So you wear this device. It somehow reads your brain waves while you sleep. It learns the patterns of your brain waves, and then it uses AI to recreate your dreams, which could either be A, really cool, or B, 
absolutely horrifying. <laughs> Have we really thought this through? <laughs> like, it might be a good thing that we forget our dreams. There might be a reason we don't remember most of our dreams. <laughs> we may have evolved to forget them. It might be a protectionism thing. I'm not sure I want to see what my mind comes up with at night while I'm sleeping. <laughs> and never mind me. What if we're subjected to Jimmy's dreams? Oh, my God. Run. Also, do you know how boring it is when people tell you their dreams? Imagine they now sit you down and make you watch them. It's the new, oh, come over and watch some slides of our vacation. That's what this will become. You want to watch my dreams last night? No, I don't. You know, science can be great sometimes. This is not one of those times. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Little Pedro t-shirts. In one week, Little Pedro will be making his debut. Get your shirt before the big match. Text us now for the link to shop. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's the Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Grant Johnson does a daily piece on the show called The Grant Report. It started out as the fake news and we just kind of got bored of that and thought it needed to change. So we we named it The Grant Report. Somebody sent us a note yesterday said, why didn't you call it The Grant Rant? That came up. I remember that was a name. We did talk about that or just The G Rant. Some people call me G Rant. Um, but I don't know. The I don't know because it's not a rant. I'm not ranting about things. Yeah. Right. Like. So, yeah. You're not a ranter. So I think, it, that's, we, I think that's why we're like. Oh, that's not really a rant. We don't want to put that idea out there. So if you missed it about 15 minutes ago, we just did a, a grant report. Now a lot of times, well, no, every time Grant will take a piece of information. So he'll find something online or something that interests him or something that happened to him, and then he will write around it. Yeah. So the the nucleus of the story is always something real. Like you didn't yeah. make up that Japanese researchers. No, it's always real. I don't make that stuff up. Have found a way to record and play yeah. back your dreams, right? It's a real machine. Explain to me why this terrifies me more than anything right now. Like AI, I, <laughs> I get why we need to be worried and concerned about AI. Yeah. This really, really bothers me. I know, and they're trying to sell it as like it will enhance our creativity and. Innovation and I think a lot more people will be in the mental hospital. I think, like, if they, they read some of my like some of our well, dreams are a little insane. into your dreams, like, and saw what you're dreaming about, can you get canceled for your dreams? I would immediately. <laughs> I, would. I mean, we would. One thing we would know who you were dreaming about having a shower with from work. You had you had a series of dreams where you were showering no, no, no. with coworkers, and, and those and those uh, correction and those dreams stopped when, when. No correction. I want to get in front of this. I was having a dream, and it only happened once about a coworker watching me shower. <laughs> well, that's not, that's they even worse. They weren't in the shower with me. They were just standing outside, and and we know now that it's uh, someone that no longer works here because you don't have those dreams anymore no it, it had it was a weird connection with work and i'm not getting into it i realized how wrong it would have been if i would have opened up to that person about that particular dream because i was legit gonna send them a note and say hey listen i, I had yeah. this weird dream you were watching me shower last night and then i was like You'd get a call from HR Don't right after that. that. See, with this machine, you could just send them a, co- a link, a copy of the video. 
Hey, here's check this out. No one needs to see that. <laughs> it's not a pretty sight, especially when I bend down uh, and wash my feet. <laughs> There's a lack of maintenance in certain areas. Like it, none of that is a good thing. You're this worried is about real I'm seeing you wash your feet. <laughs> not that you're dreaming about them in the shower with you. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> this is real, and this is a problem. It is. This is not a good thing. I don't know how the hell these people came up with this, but this is this should be concerning to everybody. Mm-hmm. The Locker Room News. Justin Trudeau announced that they will be creating a carve-out for the carbon tax on home heating oil. So the government will exempt home heating oil from the tax for the next how are three we years. Hit our targets? <laughs> Double the rural supplement in the rebate program and offer new programs to help rural Canadians switch to electric heat pumps. That's where they're... They're doing the carbon thing. Um, While the exemption applies nationwide, it will help Atlantic Canada in particular, where 30% of homeowners in that region still use furnace oil to heat their homes. Trudeau's announcement comes (laughs) as his government is pulling well behind the conservatives right now. So they are going to start trying anything to get ahead in the polls. That's exactly what this is. And you know what? I don't... It's Friday. I don't. We don't need to get into Sometimes, it. Sometimes, like election time, is nice because it's like it's like you have two divorced parents fighting for your love, right? So, like, they start to give you things that you want, or say that they're going to give things. True. And then when it's time to give they them, they're like, "Oh, sorry, I, we can't do that." That never happens. Take that back. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very negative. They always. You know what you, through, you, you know what you can't do in in the world that we live in now. You you can't be so harsh about something mm-hmm. and then take your pants down on that same topic. Carbon tax and then like how many years carbon have we tax, had it carbon now? Carbon tax, carbon tax, carbon tax. Don't care, don't care, don't care. In, oh, if you're burning oil to heat your house, we're going to get a break. Exemption. You're going to get a break. <laughs> yeah. It What's doesn't that? work that way. It What's that? How do you get work? a Shouldn't they be like, yeah. You know, somebody was tweeting me about, um, about Dean Blundell. Who, I, who is very liberal, at least if you listen to him and you don't really pay attention to what he's saying, you might get a sense that he's quite liberal, right? And yeah. I think that's part of the reason why people like the podcast that we do mm-hmm. occasionally, very occasionally lately in the afternoons, because I kind of give a good dose of ying to his yang, right? Yeah. And um, and, he, and this guy was upset that... Um, that that uh, Dean is is very anti PP uh, Pierre Paulia, mm-hmm. and I said to him, I said, "Listen, I'm not going to speak for Dean, but the sense that I get from knowing him and his politics is that he's not happy with anybody, mm. right? Because he's not a Justin fan. Yeah, he's quite critical of the liberal government and the things that they've done, and Justin Trudeau in particular, and the virtue signaling and the talking down and yada yada yada, right?" The thing that I think we need to be worried about moving forward is that we have a, a, a good chunk of people that I think are reasonably minded that see through all that see through all the bullshit of the politics nowadays. Mm-hmm. We're getting more and more disenfranchised. That's the wrong word. My wife's listening right now, and she's too, <laughs> she's, she's yelling at me, raging about your words. But we are getting more and more disconnected from politics as a society because 
we have no representation. We've got mm-hmm. the liberals that are harsh, like you, like they're they're they swing very hard the one way, and then we've got the right wing conservative government that swings very diff, very hard the other way. And as much as I believe we need to get Justin Trudeau out of power, like it mm-hmm. it's done. I'm over it. I think the country's over it. I'm looking forward to his replacement. What I am not looking forward to is the possibility of the madness that PP is going to create. And you can be angry at me for saying that, but I think we better settle in for just different weirdness and a different set of problems coming from he's not gonna he's not our savior i don't know like, what it's gonna if he is not the savior i'm telling yeah. you right now i don't know what it's gonna take for this country to actually create a party or put candidates in place that actually represent the middle well and that's the what the liberals were supposed to be they that's are what not. they started out as and they've moved over <laughs> never been. They're supposed to be. They're, they're a supposed party. to be, but they never have been. With the with <laughs> the go. the moron we have He's now, with his stinking father, and then Kretchen. <laughs> let's not go there. We were actually talking about Kretchen while you weren't in the room because it's been thirty years this week since he was first elected. Oh, he was a great leader. I said, like, I, 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 He's the reason why I joined the damn reform party. Jimmy, you joined the reform party in your youth. You went to camps and stuff, and yeah. I didn't go got a little to uniform. Any camps. There was that but march. Like we were saying about Kretchen, and we were like, the I miss how have he always hated Alberta. This way, I miss him manhandling people. Like when he grabbed that guy by the throat. There was more than a couple of episodes. <laughs> I where, respected that. Where he went after people. Yeah. I respected that he didn't care. Yeah. The, the liberals always screw the West. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, you're not wrong. I, I hope we get to a point, at, and I don't know, I'll probably be dead and buried and gone. I don't know what it is. I don't understand why we have such extreme politics on both sides and there's no choice for anybody that sits comfortably in the middle. Listen, I'm I'm probably liberal minded in some regards, but I'm conservative in others. Have you guys and heard of the Maverick Party? Uh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know if people are texting in about it. They want me to join the Maverick Party. You are missing the point of my conversation. (laughs) I'm also proud to be Canadian, right? I don't want to separate from Canada. And I I don't have a problem saying that out loud. I think it's ridiculous that we, that, I mean, I understand that, that the West is treated differently. Jimmy brought it up. We have always been treated differently. But that still doesn't make me want to leave this country. Still pretty happy. I just have one thing to say. Okay, and then we're going out. We're, we're, we're going out. out on this. Stay angry, everyone. You are both wearing your stay angry shirts today. That was an accident. Are you sure? It was a happy accident. You guys got the same <laughs> facial hair. Oh, no, you don't have a goatee anymore, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I have a cool mustache. I look sexy. Can we talk a little bit about the mustache just quickly? Okay. <laughs> Do you realize that it's very lopsided? Like, take a look at Grant. Do you realize? Yeah. Oh, he's blind in one eye. That's why. <laughs> it's, it's really bushy on the one side and then really thin on the other side. Oh. And I don't know how to tell you about that. Like, this, I, is, this why, is it. Why are, you, why are you holding it back? You haven't held it's been it back bothering on me all week. You haven't I, held back on anything else in your entire life when uh, it comes to me. Fix your mustache. It looks ridiculous. Welcome to the locker room. It's interesting. 
I sent that thing that you sent me to my kids about young Americans, the Gen Z. They're called the Prude Generation. I didn't. Are know they? That. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's what they're being. This nicknamed. makes sense for that nickname. Yeah, um, they it, think that TV today focuses too much on sex and not enough on friendship. <laughs> So you said that to your daughters. They're both well, Gen Z, they're right? Both yeah. Gen Zs, so I thought I'd get a sense from them about where they sit with this whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, my youngest is 24, my oldest is 26. So my oldest got back to me right away. She responds immediately to everything. Um, she goes, no, I don't. She Which, doesn't think there's too much? No, that's yeah. and that's Natasha. Yeah. M- my youngest went, define TV. <laughs> That's a total Gen Z thing. Because she probably doesn't watch any TV. Just no. whatever is like, yeah. You she does not have television. Yeah. Uh, for her, it's it's Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wanted to break down on what I thought TV was. They said uh, nearly... She half, left old man out, but I know that's what she's thinking. Nearly half of um, Gen Z think romance, romance is overused on screen. And uh, they think that it, they shouldn't need to show sexual content at all. That's a change probably from like, because I'm millennial, I'm older millennial. When I was growing up, though, we didn't have like access to, you know, adult stuff everywhere. Yeah. The internet was still new. Things were blocked. Um, We had like one friend who had a a satellite dish that had a chip in it and he could get every channel. And at lunch hour, everyone would go watch porn at his house. But (laughs) (laughs) that was kind of it. That was a weird experience. (laughs) <laughs> everybody, but, everybody my age had everyone that. had to Jason's house. Yeah. Everybody my age had that uncle that could uh, and magazines and stuff. Well, no, that that could hook up a coat hanger to the back of your TV, right. with tinfoil on it, and get free cable. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that was that was the thing. Or you'd pay off the guy at the video store for you to go into the back room with, that you weren't supposed to. I never did that. No, I never did. That. Gen, I didn't either. But Gen Z, it's everywhere, right? They have access yeah. to it on their phones, on their TVs, everywhere. So they're probably over it. They're like, well, I don't, I don't need to be I watching. Think of it that way. I don't need to be watching TV and watching people get it on because like, it's right here at the yeah, palm of I my I want to see them drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be friends in a in a in a in a, in a, spi- a, a place they'd love to hang out. Yeah, you know, called Central Perk <laughs> Locker Room. I didn't know about this until you brought it up in one of your. I think it was your Chicken News report or something about the taco fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy in the states that owns, and he's the whitest guy you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He owns the rights. To Taco Tuesday, he trademarked it well, years ago. Yeah, there was a bunch of different restaurants in each state that had it. So the big one was Taco John had it, <laughs> and they relinquished their claim to Taco Tuesday earlier in the year. So they had it in forty nine states apparently, and they relinquished their claim. And this guy Gregory was the last holdout in yeah. New Jersey. So he and he's finally let let it go. Yes, he Gregory Gregory. Um, he has Gregory's Restaurant and Bar in Summers Point, New Jersey. Uh, and he was the last business in the States holding a trademark Taco Tuesday. He had vowed to fight till the end to hold on to it, but something must have changed. They must have wrote him a check or something. Yeah. And uh, he has given up. He said, this is funny, he said, Taco Tuesday has always been a source of pride for my family, but we recognize Taco Tuesday is widely celebrated and embraced beyond our walls. <laughs> Is it a holiday now? 
This guy doesn't even like tacos either. What? Yeah, it says How do you not like he tacos? famously doesn't even like tacos, but he coined the term in the 70s. There you go. It's free, everybody. Just so you know, it's Taco Tuesday's free. If we all make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. This is really cool. I love this this Waffle House birthday thing. You know what? You say what you want about Russell Wilson. A lot of people don't like him. Um, Why don't people like him? Because he's really kind of annoying. Like, um, <laughs> when last year, because he, 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 so they, Broncos traded for him, and he's just been awful. And I remember when he's like, they flew from Denver to, I don't know, L.A. And he was like, I didn't sit down on the flight. I was just exercising in the aisle the whole time. Everyone's like, oh, okay, relax. Like, oh, I didn't, he was I didn't doing know like, he, was like- he stood up on the whole flight and did squats and stretches the whole flight. Like, oh. people were like, watch a movie, be normal. <laughs> uh, but this is cool. So he's married. Broncos are bad. Yeah, again, uh, he's married to Sierra, who's a singer and a model. I and- don't I, like. As soon as I saw a picture of her, I was like, okay, yeah. But I honestly, if. If you played a song for me from her, I don't think I'd recognize it. Yeah, I don't think I would she's either, but that, I know who she is. She's not that famous, right? Um, yeah. Like, she's famous, but she's not... She's not Britney Spears, I mean. <laughs> uh, but so she's pregnant with their fourth kid right now, and to celebrate her birthday, he rented out an entire Waffle House for the night. Good for him. <laughs> so he That's went awesome. to a Waffle House, rented yeah. out the place, they got to eat everything <laughs> they wanted. I think they had a little party there. She's probably got cravings in that regard, well, right? Like, what do you do? I mean, you're not going to go to a bar. No. You're not going to go to a pub. Like, That's awesome. Just go get waffles and eggs. And that would be, I would be all over if somebody was like, hey, it's Lachlan's 55th birthday. We're going to Waffle House. It's all you can eat. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> 100% I'm there. I was thinking about this from the perspective of um, what my wife would want. Like, mm. I can't think of a restaurant that if I had money that I Ricky's. would shut down. Ah, she's a big Ricky's fan. You guys fan. love Ricky's. We, yeah. <laughs> we love Ricky's. <laughs> you know what she loves is, and I've actually, I know she's not listening. She's, she went, she's at work. I just saw the the notification from the ring. But yeah, um, she loved Disneyland. Oh, loved yeah. Disneyland. I don't know if it's weird to go without kids, mm-hmm. but I've sort of, at the back of my mind, I thought, I got to get her back there. Cause I've heard from a few people so, uh, that it can be fun for just adults. Some too. people say it's more fun if you don't have the kids. Really? Okay. Yeah. So that's not weird if I. No, people do no, it all the time. Like okay. if you go on the kiddie rides, maybe that might be a little weird. I judge people that do it yearly. Like I yeah. have, I know people that will like once a year go to Disney World. I'm like, that's a little over the top. Now you're kind of creepy. Um, I might take but, her to Disney World. Yeah. You went to Disneyland the first time? We went time? to the California one, right? Yeah. Go yeah. to Florida. The problem with me going with her is I, I don't like the rides. She mm, likes she the needs crazy. A, she needs her daughter there to go on she rides. She needs one her. of the kids with her to get yeah. on the rides. And my my daughters have still not grown up. Well, they go should, with me. Yeah, you should take your daughters. They can all go on the rides, and you, you can go get drunk at Star Wars Land <laughs> in the cantina. Can you drink in Star Wars Land? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they have a cantina with specialized drinks. Uh, <laughs> take Timmy. Look up a flight. Do a full family oh, trip. full family it. thing. I have you. to take my stepson. Yeah. You have to the go to the Star you, Wars you'll thing. Get, you'll get jobs. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be <laughs> fighting the guys with lightsabers. <laughs> An Ewok. Welcome to the locker room. Look at that. We, we got, got him. him. We got him. How you doing, Joe? 
Hey, good. This is Scott here. Scott Nolan. Hello. Okay, hold on. And there's no relation. How is that no relation? <laughs> well, they say all Nolans are, in fact, related. <laughs> if you go back far enough, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Just different ports. Yeah. <laughs> they came in on different ports. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Um, before, how big the debt is. Yeah. <laughs> before we get into it, you guys both have guitars. Are we gonna Are we gonna try to do a little bit of uh, of music here this morning? I I like this. Do you want to do a test and see how it sounds? I'm uh, we're on my computer, so it might sound like crap. It sound you sound good. I think I we should do this. It yeah. should be okay. Yeah. By the way, just so you know, we're live right now, so there's no testing. <laughs> <laughs> we're already in the waters. All right. You can't see sweatpants on the radio, right? <laughs> no, there's yeah. You're you're covered, brother. You're covered. You don't know which Nolan's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you guys are doing a show. You're in the middle of a tour right now. You were in Cal- Grant was looking at the Calgary tonight, right? Yeah, Calgary at the Ironwood tonight. Okay. And uh, the big show we're doing is the is the final one at uh, Festival Place in Sherwood Park on. This Sunday, 29th. And it's a matinee, matinee right? Yeah, it's yeah. earlier in the day. 30, 2.30 matinee. And our and our good pal, Scott Cook from Edmonton and his partner, Pamela May, are joining us. So it's going to be a sort of a songwriter circle. Oh, nice. Oh, sweet. Yeah. 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 That, that, that Scott Cook, is he's good. He's he's a he's talented. Really yeah, yeah, he's awesome. <laughs> um, I thought about you the other day, Joe, on the anniversary of the death of... Um, of uh, of Gord Downey. Have you ever thought about doing another one of those hip nights? We, uh, I don't know if we'll ever do it again. It kind of had its its moments, and honestly, by the I I, don't, I feel like maybe we even did it too many of them in a row where it lost its its um, its sort of spark. It, we never wanted it to be a tribute. We called it a celebration. And, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I still talk about Gord once in a while, and, and we'll do a hip song here and there, and to uh, to uh, remember him. And yeah, that was a great yeah, well, night. I realized it was the anniversary. Yeah, yeah, October seventeenth. I think uh, it was like uh, yeah, yeah, three four years ago we lost him. Maybe even more now. I think it was even more. Time <laughs> is just it, time is not a concept anymore. Just yeah, it's just oh. bizarre You're losing track. Um, Scott, we um, are. are we we don't know much about you. You're from Winnipeg. I'm from Winnipeg. Yeah, born yeah. in Toronto, raised in Winnipeg. Lachlan spent uh, how many years in Winnipeg? Um, Seven, eight years. I spent in six years. I was at Power. I um I was looking at your like your history there, trying to figure out if we'd ever maybe cross paths at the the times change on the on the corner there. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> neither one of us would likely remember it. Well, yeah. I was just gonna say, there's my memories are quite foggy about those. There was very few days I walked out of that place where I was I was walking like normal in a straight line. <laughs> yeah, that, I love but that little bar. Howard ninety seven guys like uh, uh, Howard Manshine and yeah, uh, Jimmy Crazy and. Uh, um, uh, uh, geez, I, you know, yeah, Brad O'Donnell, I think, was there for a while. 
Howard is still kicking around, eh? <laughs> Howard is a is a uh, Winnipeg treasure, man. I mean, yeah. He reminds me of an old school thing where Howard's gift is uh, he makes everybody feel so great. Yes. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're Gordon Lightfoot when 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 Howard introduces you and you think, wow, you know, it's a special gift that the old school guys had, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. He reminds me a little bit of Bookie from the Edge too. Sort of had that yeah. kind of sort of charm about him. Yeah, I saw I saw Howard when I was back in Winnipeg, like just to visit years ago, and I was just like, oh my god, you can't go to Winnipeg and not have. Did you go to a, a Salisbury moment. house with him? You know what? We did go to a Salisbury house. Because the girls, when we grew up there, they love Sal's. So yeah. we went and had uh, breakfast at Sal's. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I'd show up at your table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was a big thing, man. He was in there one day smoking cigarettes in the back. And this was after you were allowed to smoke, too. Anyway. Um, listen, I would love to get you guys to do a little tune for us, if you don't mind. We'll see how this goes. We're on Zoom right now. And uh, the, the audio quality, like Grant said, is pretty decent. Yeah. So maybe we might be able to make this work what have you got for us joe try it out we're gonna do a little blues tune here uh thanks so much for having us guys we we love uh always love seeing you so well this is weird we'll have to try to do it in person yeah when we get a chance yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. well that's not working we lost them <laughs> It's not. Com- no, it's not, not working. It's not. I don't know through. why your voices are, but the guitars aren't. Yeah, I yeah, have we can't no hear idea. The guitars. That's too bad. You know what? That makes it uh, guaranteed. When we uh, when we get a chance, we'll have you down in person. Okay, Joe. That's awesome. All good. All good, guys. Right. Thanks for our show. We appreciate you. Yeah. Not a problem. We'll try to make it out on on Sunday. That's a great little venue yeah. too. Get some yeah. tickets. Yeah, we'll get some yeah, tickets. Let this, us know, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up for this, sure. This is our first time trying to do something like this on Zoom. So, and Scott, when you hitchhike to from Winnipeg to Edmonton, we'll have you down too. Okay, that's <laughs> <Sounds> great. <laughs> All right, Thanks, guys. guys. You guys See have a good guys. show on Take Sunday. Take care. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.